Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, March 26th. I'm going to be recapping last night's loss to the New York Islanders, and we'll also be joined by Mayor Zilberberg for the latest segment of This Week in Hockey. Before we do that, let me remind you to please subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. Whatever app you have on your mobile device, you hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy at your convenience. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. If you're on Twitter, you can find the show at LOBostonBruins. I am at Ian C. McLaren for dad jokes and hockey tweets. Now let's get into last night's game. First of all, it was nice to see the Bruins back on the ice, of course. It had been a week since they had last played due to a COVID-forced break. Two players remained on the COVID-19 protocol list, Jake DeBrusque, Sean Corrali, but the three other players who had been on the list in David Krejci, David Pasternak, and Craig Smith were back in the lineup. Now, I received a bit of heat on Twitter last night for tweeting early on in the game that I could not remember a notable Carson Kuhlman moment. Uh, he, of course, opened the scoring for the Bruins. My tweet was not intended to disrespect Carson Kuhlman. He's a fine hockey player. We all know he has speed and skill. Just the nature of him being in and out of the lineup, not re- being able to grab hold of a regular NHL playoff spot. In my mind, he's just kind of a, a guy, a third, fourth line player uh, that can be rotated in and out of the lineup with relative ease. He brings a lot, but there are also other players who can fill that role. And I think when Zach Sinitian is healthy, I'd like to see him get more of a chance as the team has more invested in him as a first-round pick and through his development with the team. Again, no slight to Carson Kuhlman. He's just kind of a, a guy in my mind. And, you know, last night he did what was expected of him and he was lauded for his effort after the game. The third line of Bjork, Charlie Coyle, and Carson Kuhlman, best offensive trio for much of the night with uh, Kuhlman, of course, and Anders Bjork, Scoring as well late in the third period to tie things up when it was 3-2 for the Islanders. Uh, Cassidy said they had a good game, the best jump of anybody, uh, combined for two goals, eight shots, and um, Charlie Coyle was very encouraging down the middle. He hasn't been, I would say, great this season, uh, but last night he looked like the player that the Bruins need night in and night out, in order for this team to be successful. They have the luxury of great center depth. And, you know, Anders Bjork said, Charlie was great, all over the ice, fun to play with. Our line was bringing a lot of good energy. And Coyle definitely drove the ship there, he said. Unfortunately, Carson Kuhlman exited the game after taking a shot to his left hand. And there's some uncertainty about his... 
uh, status heading into the weekend action, a game Saturday afternoon against the Buffalo Sabres, and a game Sunday early evening against the New Jersey Devils. But like I said, um, if he were to miss some time, Zach Sinishin hopefully will be ready to, to come in and take his spot in the lineup. No disrespect intended to Carson Kuhlman. Again, I got some heat on Twitter for saying that he didn't really have uh, notable moments. I don't think a regular season goal on a Thursday night against the New York Islanders is one of those things. He's averaging about nine goals uh, per season if you extrapolate his numbers over 82 games. Um, and, you know, at the NHL, that's uh, certainly not irreplaceable at any uh, stretch of the imagination. And because he hasn't grabbed a spot in the lineup, then that kind of proves my point. Anyways, the story in this one wasn't the lack of secondary scoring. It was the lack of primary scoring. We got goals from Kuhlman, Bjork, and Steven Kampfer. And head coach Bruce Cassidy was a little bit critical of the primary players for the Bruins, especially when they had a four-minute power play that they failed to capitalize on. And then the Islanders came back and scored shortly thereafter. He said the power play, you're not going to score in every one. They did get one to extend the lead, had a few looks that they misfired on, but it was a bad change afterwards that led to the J.G. Pajot goal, and they got frustrated about it. Guys, we rely on leaders that I've praised for years here, disappointed in not just being able to grind it out, change when they're supposed to, make the plays you're supposed to on that power play. It might not go in, but you have to keep the momentum. They're going to get a bit of juice off it from killing the penalty, that being the Islanders. And now they get to kill a penalty. They cut the deficit in half, all in a quick strike. They need to be better in that situation. I expect better. That, to me, gave the Islanders some life that really wasn't necessary. So the Bruins, yeah, they were up to nothing, had this power play, could have really buried the Islanders here. Those top guys... Bergeron, Pasternak, Marchand, Krejci, McAvoy, Grizzlick weren't able to get the job done and therefore gave the Islanders some life. They eventually took a 3-2 lead that the Bruins were able to equalize late in the third. Uh, but then over time, Nicoletti, with the rush for the Islanders, was able to get the puck squeaked past Yaroslav Halak uh, that was banged in. Uh, by Anthony Beauvillier just 21 seconds into the extra session. Now, Yaroslav Halak did not start this game. He uh, came in to begin the second period after Tukarask had to leave because of an undisclosed injury that was deemed to be upper body in nature by Bruce Cassidy after the game. He did not have any updates, and we will hopefully get one here uh, on Friday morning. Uh, now... The other big story was fans in the building, 2,191 of them, in fact. Uh, obviously, limited crowd due to COVID protocols, about 12% capacity. It was cool to see on TV some fans in the stands, some kids wearing their jerseys, dabbing and dancing uh, during stoppages in play, and the Bruins weren't able to send them home happy, uh, but obviously it was a treat for them just to be able to see this team in action uh, on home ice so yeah the big stories in this one 
Rask injured, no telling whether he'll be available for weekend action. If not, then I'd expect Dan Vladar to get one of the back-to-back starts. Uh, Bruce Cassidy, critical of the team's top players who were unable to capitalize on that extended power play. And then the Islanders scored shortly thereafter to give them some life. Uh, Carson Kuhlman scored. If you want to call that a notable moment, albeit, go ahead. Uh, He was injured later on, and uh, no telling whether he'll be back in the lineup anytime soon. I personally would like to see Zach Sinishin step into that right-hand spot anyways. Um, And if both are healthy, play them both in lieu of Chris Wagner, in my opinion. And Anders Bjork, who's been in and out of the lineup lately, he got one as well, which was great to see. You could see the relief on his face after he scored. So I guess it's a positive to pick up their first point against the New York Islanders. The first place Islanders would have loved to see them get the win. Uh, But, you know, better than they had been playing against the Islanders as of late. And some positives to build on as they move into some very winnable games here on the weekend and early next week against the Sabres and the New Jersey Devils. Uh, So yeah, that's it for last night's game. We're going to get to a conversation coming up in a moment with Mayor Zilberberg this week in hockey. But before we do, let me talk about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to place all your bets on sports and TV, actually. They provide real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, from hockey to basketball, baseball, football, the Oscars, reality TV shows, and the like. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski brings you all the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. All right. It is, um, well, oh gosh, that was terrible. I'll cut that out. Yeah, why don't you try that? It's Friday. It is Friday. <laughs> and every other Friday on Locked On Boston Bruins, I'm joined by my good friend Mayor from Long Island to um, recap the week in hockey that was or is, continues to be. How are you doing today, Mayor? I am good. I am uh, still nursing my first coffee, so mm. apologies if my words get all funky. That happens sometimes. It's all right. I cashed in a uh, star reward at Starbucks this morning and treated myself to a grande. So was it, was it related to the uh, $25 in Starbucks that I sent you? No, that, um, that was cashed in pretty quick. This was a star <laughs> reward. That was earned uh, I, I from those Starbucks purchases. is too fancy for me. I just have Dunkin' Donuts, which I'm sure many of your Bruins listeners can relate to. Yes. Pasta is a uh, big spokesperson for um, the Can you Duncan. just say his name? Can you say that? Can you say it again? Pasta? But you say, say it how you said it. What do you mean? Pasta? Pasta? No, because you didn't. You said, yeah, you said pasta <laughs> and you didn't say pasta. So I it wanted is, you to repeat it. Isn't it pasta? It's not pasta. I mean, I don't know in Boston how they say it. It's pasta. Pasta. (laughs) 
don't know. Whatever. Uh, so yeah, his uh, his commercial with TJ Oshi is pretty entertaining, actually. The table hockey commercial. I like the one, the older one, where he's in the penalty box and there's mm-hmm. a Duncan there. Right. I'm like, that would be awesome. I jumped on a Zoom yesterday that he and he was on it. It's just so entertaining to watch watch him talk. He's just he's cool. He's fun. I do like him. Ugh, now that we're not be, playing them, he should be way more like touted as the face of the NHL. I'm sick of seeing freaking Patrick Kane. Ovechkin was put on the cover of NHL 21. It should have been David Pasternak. I don't know why the NHL doesn't market him more as like a star, the like a star well, he's player. Got he a is a really star great. Yeah, but and but he also is a personality. Like he has a good personality. Exactly. Like he's got. He's, he's a got fun guy. Flair. He's got a great he story. A uh, yeah, I don't know. He's I don't good. get it. So yeah, David Pasternak should be the face of the league, and um, he's fun. I like. Him. So yeah, where should we start? This week in hockey, obviously one of the big stories was the Bruins being in COVID protocol for about five days. Finally back, although a couple players are still there. How uh, many now? There are two players as of okay. last evening, Jake DeBrusque and Sean Corrali. Right. I got the notification about Krejci because he's yes. on one of my fantasy teams. Oh, I nice. can't keep them straight, but he's on one of them. But now uh, COVID has crept to the North Division for the first time. The Montreal Canadiens are no longer paused. What I found interesting about this one is that they only had two players or on the COVID list, but they're being extra cautious because – one of them tested positive, I guess, for like one of these variants that is causing oh. a big spike in numbers. I didn't know that. Um, so it was kind That's of like, yeah, so that was kind of concerning. But I guess Chris Johnston tweeted this morning that they're reducing the amount of time that players will need to quarantine if they're traded yes. to Canadian teams from 14 days yes. to seven days, which is seven days. And I apparently, noteworthy. apparently it's Kyle Dubas who's pushing for this, which is interesting. Wow. Kyle Dubas for prime I read minister. this morning. I don't have, I don't have like a source. I read it this morning, but like, I don't know. I'm sort of of two minds about this also as a Canadian who's outside Canada and is coming home in the summer that like, if this is a precursor to changing the rule for everyone, then like, okay, mm. I'm kind of I okay mean, with that because I'm fully vaccinated and I would love to not be. have to quarantine for two weeks. 14 days I am fully, seems like I am a lot. fully vaccinated. So why should I quarantine for two weeks if the, there's like a 97% chance I'm not going to get right, or right, spread right. COVID? Yeah, I'm sure it'll change at some point. The border, yeah, it's still closed to like April 21st or something. But I mean, it's interesting because the Buffalo Sabres are obviously a tire fire at the moment, and they have a lot of potential trade candidates that would be appealing right. to the likes of the Boston Brewers or the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> like Toronto is literally a couple right hour there. drive from Buffalo, but you would have to wait uh, that right. amount of time. Right. Um, which leads me to talk about Taylor Hall, a big, attractive, uh, well, attractive hockey-wise. Uh, that's subjective <laughs> in terms of whether you find Taylor Hall attractive or not. But as a hockey player, I still see him as an attractive option. 
um you almost have to feel bad for the guy but then you don't it's no, like why did I you choose buffalo yeah why Look, why what did I you think you were zero, gonna do there zero sympathy for taylor hall willingly choosing to sign with the buffalo sabers he's getting eight yeah, million dollars yeah. out of the deal from whatever the pagulas who are flush with oil cash and <laughs> i don't feel bad for him at all that was his choice you reap what you sow. But yeah, no, I, I mean, I've heard, I've seen conflicting rumors about whether or not he is attractive to Toronto. I mean, I don't know how Toronto makes that work. We're, we have like 14 cents right, and yeah. donuts, coffee, and cap space. The Bruins do have quite a bit of cap space, and I still would like to see – I think with Taylor Hall, like his value will be pretty diminished at the moment on the trade market because of – How bad the yeah. team is. <laughs> exactly. So I would like to see him traded to the Boston Bruins for sure. I wanted them to sign him in the off season, but they didn't. And uh, I mean, trade deadline is like two weeks away. I'm pretty excited to see what, uh, what's going to happen. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a bit of a dud. Just because of quarantine because of well, flat well, cap yeah. play. People don't have space. Maybe. I don't know. The Suez Canal backup is just yeah, that's true. That will trade all over the world, (laughs) so that's going to be an issue. Maybe they'll extend the trade deadline because of. I mean, maybe. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm still watching the goalie situation in Toronto, which you right before we started, we're like nobody wants to hear about the goalie situation in Toronto, Mayor. But if we're talking about trades, I'm watching the goalie situation in Toronto, so we'll see if something happens there. I mean, yeah, I've heard like Jonathan Quick that would be a downgrade from Frederick Anderson if if we could believe that he's been terrible lately well, yeah like, okay but first of all goalies are voodoo and second of all I, I feel like you can't I don't know I don't know how they evaluate goalies like the scouts in the league because you can pick up a goalie from one team and put him on another team and if he meshes with the system he's a totally different goalie I guess yeah I have uh I if know. I'm a Maple Leafs fan I would have zero confidence heading into the playoffs with Frederick Anderson uh well, he's not going to be the starter in the playoffs right now. Oh. Well, obviously. he's, I think, wasn't he put on LTIR this morning? I saw. Was he? Oh, I didn't even I think see that. So. Maybe. Cap, cap friendly transactions had him on. Oh, I'm checking that right now. I, LTIR. You know, I wasn't, sent to Robodot Island. I wasn't alive this morning. <laughs> um, I don't see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, I don't see that on ca- oh, camp, cap friendly transactions. Hold that's on. That's right. Yeah. I'm looking at the wrong thing. I told you I haven't finished my coffee yet. There we go. So two weeks until so that the might mean they're making a trade. Yeah, maybe. No, I, I still don't see that. The last transaction I see is Patrick uh, Brown on Vegas. Somebody t- somebody retweeted it. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Could be wrong. Taxi Squad, Michael Hutchinson. Oh, to emergency exception. Oh, maybe they do. Oh, Anyways. Trade deadline could be good, could be terrible. It usually is. Uh, well, will we? I guess we'll record. Yeah, we'll talk next, like the weekend, the Friday before the trade deadline. So hopefully, some trade action will happen. Yes, I won't speak then. to you until then. Well, I meant for the podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, no, it, I mean, we'll see. It, it'll be interesting either in what happens or interesting in the absence of what happens exactly yeah so. there's a lot of teams in on matthias ekholm i don't think the bruins will be in on him the jets could be are one of the big teams in on him that could affect uh 
You have a balance of power in the North Division. The balance of power in the North Division is pretty equal right now. With I, I mean, the, Toronto plays the Oilers the next couple games, and they're uh, knocking at the door. Yeah, and so are the Jets, aren't they? They're, they were all tied yeah. at points the, the other day. They're Yeah, they're not anymore because Toronto won yesterday. But The Bruins have seven out of their 27 remaining games against the Buffalo Sabres, so I'm hoping that that will provide them with a, okay. a bit of a boost in the, uh, in the old standings. Speaking of Boston hockey, I know you will be on the women's hockey beat this weekend, the NWHL. Yes, so tonight the Toronto Six play the Boston Pride. Yes, that will be Who goes to the finals tonight. It's at five, so that's not tonight unless you're like Ian and I and have children who go to bed at seven and then five o'clock is the beginning of the evening. Yeah, right. That would be seven. Yeah, I know, whatever. Bedtime starts at seven and then by 930, maybe we're free. And then what's the other, uh, what's the other semifinal? Um, that's a good question. And I should know this off the top of my head. Um, I don't think it's the, it Buffalo. Mm, I thought it was Minnesota. Oh, it Minnesota, might be Minnesota and Connecticut. 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 Why yes. Minnesota and Connecticut tonight at eight. So Boston, Toronto at five, Connecticut and Minnesota at eight. Oh my God. Your Boston listeners are going to hate us right now. <laughs> Connecticut so... and Minnesota at eight. And then tomorrow at seven, which is the same time as the Leafs game. Going to be double watching is the final. I'm. Yeah, I can't believe I just said that. I'm such a jinxer. Crossing my fingers, I might be double watching games tomorrow. Yeah. Perhaps. Well, likely it'll Maybe. be like Toronto will go up like four one, and then Shut the Pride up. will come back. And it'll be a, the best. Story. Was it? Wasn't there a four one? Didn't Boston give up a four one lead recently? The Bruins. I mean, not in a game. Or was seven, that just like back to back games that they got shut out recently? I mean regular season we've talked um, about this regular season yeah. games doesn't count sure um, right which is why i've gotten texts from you that are like i'm done with hockey forever exactly uh so yeah that should be good. it'll be nationally televised right those games yes well in the u.s yeah it'll be on nbcsn they must be on in canada somewhere twitch right yeah that's it they're that actually twitch. works for me since i don't have cable so i'll, yeah. I'll be watching on there yeah no they're on twitch in canada and nbcsn in the States and Twitch. I mean, if you like the interaction of the Twitch experience, then you can do that. It's a lot of fun. The, um, the league interacts on the Twitch chat and sometimes the analysts interact on the Twitch chat and it's really fun. Very and cool. I will be on the um, Toronto six post game media call um, and live tweeting the Toronto six and Boston pride game tonight at Mayor out loud. If you are interested in following along with that, Built Bar Madness is in full swing, and you can vote on the best tasting protein bar on the market. All Built Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting with 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, but they're also great for the health conscious person. Like I said, now is the time to find out which Built Bar is best. All you need to do is go to BuiltBar.com and you can vote on today's matchup which is a fun one we've got cookie dough chunk versus birthday cake i just had a first birthday cake one the other day very very good that's probably the one that i would get my vote in for cookies and cream mint brownie have already advanced to the final four 
And today you can vote on cookie dough chunk versus birthday cake. You can also get 15% off your next order of Built Bars by using promo code LOCKED15 at checkout. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar out there. Fridays on Locked On NHL, join Joe DiBiase of Locked On Sabres and Tom Gazzola of Locked On Oilers as they round up the biggest stories of the week in the NHL and get you ready for the league's busy weekend slate of games. From breaking down the latest blockbuster trades and rumors to sizing up the rivalry matchups set for Saturday night, Joe and Tom have every angle of the league covered to close your week. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. Oh, that's a great segue. One of my that children is, is, uh, is I was going to that was uh, <laughs> Ewan, who's off school today with a yellow uh, indicator on the old uh, forehead thermometer. So better safe than sorry these days. He just announced that he's going to watch Mighty Ducks Game Changers. So I'm uh, I'm kind of jealous because I wanted to watch that. Wait, too. did it just drop? I mean, I, I guess overnight it dropped. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, That's good now. to know. Competing, uh, competing with Falcon and Winter Soldier. With Falcon and Winter Soldier, <laughs> yes. I Both wonder which be. one will do better. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Obviously, the Marvel Universe is a bit uh, yeah. more popular than the Mighty Ducks universe. But, you know, Emilio Estevez, it's his first acting gig in quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. But before we I get to that. Before, oh, before oh, yeah, we get ahead. to that, go for Keep it. Going. I was I just going to say, say. I was telling you before. I'm, I'm wondering where Joshua Jackson is. Right. I know. He, uh, I guess, big time the, uh, the Ducks. Not in the promo photos that were posted on Disney+. Plus. No, I guess there'll be no. like one, one episode where some former ducks come back into the mix. Joshua Jackson, not there. Neither was um, Goldberg, who uh, I believe is still recovering from a uh, meth addiction. Was that it? Fantastic! That yeah. could be something <laughs> lovely to work into the storyline on Disney Plus. They should actually. <laughs> September tenth, twenty twenty. It was announced that. Uh, He's sober and got new teeth after his recent meth arrest. So maybe he will be back. Sean Weiss. Maybe. Good for him. Good for who him. Are, who were the people that were in there? Um, Emilio Estevez, who apparently well, is yeah. very short. This was a big I know. conversation on Twitter. <laughs> I saw that too. He is quite diminutive in the middle yeah, of Yeah, I didn't like, I don't know if because we were kids when the movies came out. Like, I don't guess. realize. <laughs> okay, hold Connie on. Connie was, was in I'm there. No. Up. What's his name? Uh, I don't remember their names. Do you know how old I was when in nineteen ninety two? Fulton Reed was yes, in there. Yes, yes, yes. Who you may recognize as, um, you know, the judge, not the judge, the lawyer friend of. Yes, yes, Daredevil yes, 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 Marvel. yes, yes. He's in there. Yep. Um, He's probably the I, most. I mean, uh, Alden yeah, most- Henson is his name. Marguerite Moreau was in there. Yep. Uh, and then some other guys I don't know. And then uh, some people I don't remember either. Yeah, no. <laughs> but whatever. Well, the it'll kid feel, with the glasses. What was his it'll name? Feel, um, yes. Yes. He was so small then. Mm-hmm. It I related will, uh, to him as the Mighty Ducks. I'm sure, kid I'm with sure the glasses. Did. I'm sure he did. <laughs> it will feel Leslie very Averman. Sorry, I said Averman, but it's Leslie 
Abraham, Whatever, they're both Jewish sounding, it's fine. Played by Matt Doherty. He was also in So I Married an Axe Murder. Interesting. I did not realize that. Yeah, he, I think he was around a little as like a child actor. But um, it'll be very nostalgia filled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mentioned again on Twitter that the Ducks are the new Hawks. So that will be an interesting wrinkle. They're kind of the bad guys in this one. Coached by uh, Letterkenny, Letterkenny, character from Letterkenny. What's his name? Um, Playfair is his last name. Dylan Playfair from Letterkenny. He will be uh, right. Oh, you love that show, right? Yes, he's the coach of the new of the Ducks. So that will be, uh, yeah, interesting that the Ducks are the new underdogs in this story. It'll be fun. I'm excited. I definitely mm-hmm. want to see if my kids will watch it with me because I'm still trying to get them like ads into hockey as I am. Like mm-hmm. when the game was on last night and my little one wanted to watch her princess show, which is only available on the TV and not on her tablet. And, and uh, her dad said, you can watch hockey with mama. And she was like, I don't want to watch hockey. Hey. Back in the for me personally, back in the spring, I, it is reviewed spring, yeah. each well last spring when the <laughs> hockey went on break yes. i filled some podcast time by watching and reviewing uh the mighty ducks movies oh that's and, fun uh the boys i haven't watched them in a long time i should probably the boys do that. did watch one was pretty good two was okay <laughs> number three was quite problematic is three the one where they go overseas no, that's two. Three is the oh. one where they join like that private school. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, right. there's some really there's some problematic moments in that one, um, including uh, one of the players going underneath a table in the cafeteria, oh, God. taking photos. Great. Okay, not gonna watch that one with my kids. And there's also the issue of Goldberg being named the starting goalie when he's clearly less talented than the uh, female option in net, which. Uh, Ooh, very, but does that turn uh, into like a th- like a storyline, or they blo- they gloss over it? Kinda. I can't remember exactly. Okay. I think at the end of the day, she is put in net because right. she's because just girls can play sports 100% too. better than than him. Yeah. I guess we should mention uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. You watched the first one. Was yes, I loved on? it. It's it's like right up my alley, my sweet spot with like the Marvel backstory meets like sort of like mystery and action, and then mm-hmm. Sebastian Stan. So there's like nothing bad. There actually <laughs> was an alley scene in it to uh, to fit in with that. Uh, yeah, to fit in with that theme, one. right up my alley. No, it's I, I'm very very into this show i mean i loved mm-hmm. wandavision we liked we both liked one we we yeah. both liked wandavision it was fun this is a very more sort of like traditional marvel feel mm-hmm. it's like a movie um, in a show basically. yeah and i'm so excited i love it we're yeah. actually we were actually trying to schedule how we're going to watch it today because normally we watch around five on fridays mm-hmm. but that's when the oh, six, right, five yeah. game is so trying to figure out how we can make it work in the schedule because we watch as a whole family and it's a thing oh, and whatever. So, so nice. yes, I know it's adorable. We're very cute. So Anyways. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, actually I really not so adorable because Logan, my son doesn't stop talking the whole oh. time. And he's constantly like, why is he doing this? Who's that person? Where are they going now? 
What's he doing? Why is he doing this? Who's that person? What's he doing now? Where are they going? Like over and over. Why is he doing that? What's happening next? What do you think is going to happen at the end? Well, I'm like, oh my God. Watching Yikes. shows like this with a seven-year-old. But then one one episode of WandaVision, he did it in WandaVision too. Um, he was home from school on break. And so he asked if he could watch alone on his tablet. And I said, yes. So while I was working, he was watching his tablet. Zero questions. Just watch the episode. Hmm. Totally got it all. So I'm like, maybe we just let him watch on his own. Just make him watch on his own from now on. Yeah. Not to pump the tires of another podcast, but I started listening to um, The Ringer. They put out a new podcast called The Ringerverse, where they break down. There's like a instant reaction podcast, and then another one where they take like a deeper dive into each episode, and it was very entertaining so far. I'm not like a deep Marvel person where I've like read the comics and stuff, but they really... uh, explain everything pretty well and like how everything fits in i'm really excited to see the bad guys so like, those... like mcu for dummies kind of yeah the flag yeah, I like i didn't know much about the flag <laughs> whatever they're called flag smashers and yeah i don't i don't need i don't guy. need mcu for dummies i'm well versed in the but universe it's pretty interesting <laughs> i guess the new bag one thing i don't get about the mcu is like it's all grounded in reality like the world as mm-hmm. we know it but then there's this sort of as we fake, know it well i guess so like wakanda is not real and then there's right. also this fake and then there's galaxy guardians of the of... galaxy they go to space well, yes. it's not but like like there's new york city and yeah but it's like not it's Los not the, it's an alternate universe it's not our universe i guess so because they make up this country of zarkovia or whatever yeah that's where the new bad guy is going to be from i guess like zemo or something i don't know if i'm spoiling yeah. anything but anyways yeah, whatever uh what oh yeah we we were supposed to mention mika's abanajad at the request who is also on my fantasy team i did such a good job with my fantasy team this year for my first time playing fantasy please clap i mean sure you shot you looked at my rosters after and said i did a good job don't it's true it's true it's true i mean i just mean in general people don't really care about other people's fantasy teams are you As saying you general. don't care about my fantasy? I mean, I do. I do. Right. I do. Okay. But in general, Mika Zabanja had six points against the Flyers for the second time in the week in the game. That's just insane. I feel very stupid for picking the Flyers to advance to the Stanley Cup final at the moment. Oh, people don't care about who other people pick to advance to the Stanley Cup final. That is Cup true. Finals. That's very true. Ian. That is so true, actually. People don't care, but predictions are dumb. Well, I can't. Someone asked me yesterday before the game on Twitter, like, what's your prediction for the score? And I'm like, I'm not predicting anything. First of all, I'm yeah. superstitious as all hell. Sorry. And second of all, wow. I don't Family know. Show. Goalies are voodoo. Yeah. Well, I got called out last night for saying that a Bruin oh, is just a guy. Led to I'm going to hear thing. about this again. So just don't tweet is the basic uh <laughs> basic principle to take away from do you think i'm gonna take that advice no i don't think so no (laughs) oh big breaking news on the podcast matt porter of the boston globe saying he spots zaxonition in a regular jersey at practice today oh that's exciting that's huge he's probably just a guy as well but But i have higher hopes for him i do love him 
You would get in a fight with someone on Twitter for saying he wasn't good. And that's what happened last night. This guy was revealed, (laughs) had a personal bias because he's from his hometown. Because he's his dad. Well, yeah, that's what it seemed like. But I... Have do have he a never personal answered bias. me when I asked him that, by the way. Oh, no, probably no. Not. <laughs> Anyways, that's big news. Big news. That Huge news. Good. That's great. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to disparage your 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 fantasy hockey skills. Oh boy. Good thing that's not a uh visual podcast, or I'd have to put the unclean rating on uh for the explicit, explicit mayor makes the podcast explicit it's my explicit fault Explicit bird that uh, don't give in bad reviews because i'm a terrible influence so the nwhl just announced too that there were no positive covid19 results for players traveling to boston for the isabel cup playoffs Friday and Saturday. So they should be able to get this off without a hitch it's it's three games over two days let's just bang it out and be done everyone stay in your bubble for one night exactly exactly just do it is there anything else that uh you wanted to to mention mayor no i don't think so i you know hockey deep into deep into season two of succession yes yeah we are working through it and um what was the last episode that i watched it was the one Oh, yeah, it was the one where they go to the Pierce's house. Oh, right, 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 yeah. The, like, weekend getaway. Oh, my God. It was so cringy and hard to watch that episode. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one. I was, like, hiding behind my pillow the whole time. Um, I'm excited for you to A reminder to to set my fantasy lineup, which I should now talk about extensively. No, no, please. (laughs) I should mention as well the... the Dundee episode in particular is very, very good. I'm excited for you to get to that one. When's well, that? what number that's is season, that? That's episode eight. Oh, okay. I'm, I think we're on five. That's one of five. my favorites. That's one you of my favorites also sure. told me three. Oh, yes, yeah. Because three on was, the floor. yeah, yeah. Bore on the floor. Right, right. Yes, I'm like, well, classic. three. Yeah, bore on the floor. Bore on right. the floor. No, yeah, it's good. We like it. Um, I also, yeah, that and Falcon Winter Soldier. My brother the other day was yelling at me for taking so long to watch Succession. He's like, why are you not done yet? You've been watching it for months. So yeah, you and my brother have a lot in common. When I start binging a show, it's like one at least an evening. That's what he said too. But like I watch you, I watch every hockey game, every Leafs game, and I don't watch TV this night. So that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Because I'm in, you have uh, to own your craft, Ian. Isn't that what they told you yesterday? Yes, it's true. I'm nearing the end of season four in my Lost rewatch, and oh man, so good. I love that show so much. Yes. This is when it starts to get into like the deep, deeper like light versus dark storylines and how it affects the whole world. It's it's beautiful. I really enjoy it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Anyway, so yeah, Mayor will be on the NWHL beat tonight. So follow yep. at Mayor Out Loud on Twitter yep. for all the latest there. A Toronto Boston hockey matchup. Yes. It promises to be good. 5 p.m. That'll be really 5 good. I'm PM. excited about that. Uh, it's weird that there's. How is it that one game starts at five and the other starts at seven? That doesn't seem like. No, it starts time. at eight. 
Starts oh, okay, okay. Seven oh, the tomorrow. final is tomorrow. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's seven that tomorrow. makes more sense. Live Five, from eight. Warrior Ice Arena in Boston. Yep. yep. Which is why the Bruins are practicing at TD Garden today instead of Warrior Ice Arena. Nice of them to loan yeah. out it is. their space. Tukarask, not practicing. Great. I am done with I'm, hockey. I'm being, yes, you're done. Regular season doesn't matter. It's true. It's true. <laughs> He's also on one of my fantasy teams, so. I have a vested interest there too. Well, there you go. I'm going to just keep talking about that now. That is the beauty of fantasy that you do, you do root for players that you might not. uh, Yeah. On teams that you don't really like or Mm -hmm. whatever, but I would say, trying to say before, and I think you very rudely interrupted me as usual that um, now that we're not playing the Bruins, I like, I like some of these guys a lot better now. It's like easier to watch them more objectively. They're They're a likable team, contrary to popular opinion. Well, well, yeah, if you pull out like a few. Just look at that 90s picture <laughs> of Patrice Bergeron leading the team in. You cannot yes, not like He that is team. wonderful. He he is a good one. I, he's he is a good best. egg. Yes, he's so. awesome. All right, Mayor. Well, thank you so much for taking some time to chat again. And uh, I guess we already said where people can find you on Twitter. And uh, yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with some more This Week in Hockey and Television. <laughs>